0: Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today, as always, recapping Week 13. It's our instant reaction. I just kicked my desk. Don't worry about it. It's our instant reaction to Week 13, Sam. Let's get right into it. We just saw the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the latest thing we saw. Let's start with that. Bengals win for the third straight time against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Another awesome matchup, though, in this this rivalry.
1: Yeah, third straight time, uh, third straight win where the margin of victory was three points, and it was the exact same score as the AFC Championship game. Um, Cincinnati does appear to, I don't want to say they have the Chiefs number, because it's three games and they're all really close, but I think it's fair to say that they do as good a job against Kansas City as anybody in the NFL over the last couple of years, which is quite an achievement given... Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, all the, the the weaponry that Kansas City has and, and how good that team is. And I think it's another um, sort of data point that shows this Cincinnati team is really trying to make that run back to the Super Bowl this year. It's it's such a gauntlet in the AFC. But after that Rocky 0-2 start, they've put themselves back in the conversation firmly, not just for
0: the playoffs, but for, you know, seeding and, and chasing the number one seed in the AFC. One of the things you need to go head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, though, is a quarterback that's willing to go head-to-head, that's capable. We saw that with Joe Burrow, maybe some questionable play calling at the end, but it's third and long, and he throws an absolute strike to T. Higgins. Joe Cool in the pocket, and you know we saw that last year on the playoff run, but Burrow's playing some really good football over these last few weeks in particular, much like last year, right, at this time of the year. Yeah. We started to put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands and say, hey, go win some football games for us. And he was up to it. So I thought he was fantastic there in the Bengals defense. They always find ways to slow down the Chiefs offense just enough. The Chiefs got theirs, but it was a fourth quarter fumble by Travis Kelsey that ended up being one of the biggest plays in the entire game. So credit the Bengals, man, offensively and defensively taking it to the team that, you know, I think has has started to rise up to the top of, of power rankings across the league.
1: Yeah, and and arguably the difference between the Bengals this year and them last year is it's not just Burrow to Jamar Chase this season. I mean, that was a big part of this game, but T. Higgins has shown that he can be the guy when they need him to. The offensive line is playing better than it was a year ago after starting this season pretty roughly. Like, the investments they made in the offseason are now starting to pay dividends, and they're doing a better job. So you look at the Bengals now, I think they're a more well-rounded and arguably much more
0: difficult-to-defend unit than they were a season ago. All right, let's stay in the 4 o'clock hour here, working backwards. But the uh, the, the game we thought was going to be the game of the week ended up disappointing a little bit. It was close till the end, but the San Francisco 49ers end up pulling away from the Miami Dolphins, 33-17. It wasn't, you know, it looked like an opportunity for the Dolphins after Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt on his on the first drive, but Brock Purdy comes in. They tin-cup their way to, you know, to score in points once again. Dolphins score a 75-yarder on their first pass, but... The 49ers defense was just fantastic after that first, uh, you know, busted coverage.
1: Yeah, I mean, Miami essentially had two big plays and almost nothing else. Like, very first play, the the deep bomb, and then later in the game, they had a deep bomb to Tyreek Hill. Outside of that, there really wasn't an awful lot going, and Tua was was just off in this game. Um, I don't know if it's because Armstead wasn't there, and all of a sudden he's thinking, wow, I've got a couple of bad players uh, a tackle on either end of this offensive line. They got to him a little bit early, and maybe that rattled him, and he just wasn't the same. And you were seeing a whole bunch of just straight misses, you know, plays where he wasn't necessarily under a ton of pressure, where there was a guy open, and two just missed the throw, and not by a little bit, by a lot. I mean, there was uh, the interception, um, uh, I forget who the, the DB was picking it off, but it was just, like way off target on a really sort of shallow, not a not a long distance throw at all, something that every quarterback in the NFL is supposed to be able to make that throw in their sleep without thinking about it. Tua leaves it high and inside and it ends up getting deflected back for an interception. Those are plays that he hasn't been making this season. And I don't know if you can tie that directly to feeling less comfortable about the, the protection. But if you can, I'm not sure what's more concerning, actually, if you can tie it to that because Armstead has that injury history or... If that was just a game that hasn't been there for two of this year
0: and all of a sudden it's popped up. So the Dolphins fall to eight and four. The Niners move to eight and four. We'll see what happens without Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. Looked like a pretty bad ankle injury. Don't have the exact reports right now, but presumably out at least a few weeks as great as, you know, the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan are at creating offense. We still haven't seen the, you know, the same type of success with their backups as they have with with uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. DraftKings they sports tend Book. to
1: struggle more, at least winning the games. You know, I, I know they exactly. got the win this time, but generally speaking,
0: the numbers are good with the bankups, except the win loss number. DraftKings sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, it's my go to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and they get $150 in free bets if they do. Check it out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code PFF. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. One of the other games... there you know, oh, There's always a bunch that come down to the wire, but the Minnesota Vikings 27, the Jets 22. Looks like the the, the Vikings might pull away early, the opposite of what they've been doing uh, you know, throughout the season where they've been making their fourth-quarter comebacks this time. They hold on. They, they were up 20-6 to six at one point. They hold on to win by five in the fourth quarter as the Jets made it close. Mike White wasn't the same as he was last week. He made a few big-time plays, though, at the end. It just wasn't enough, though, for the Jets.
1: Yeah, Mike White like wasn't looking that great, and then all of a sudden started to get um, some production going, started to, I mean, the same story as before, give the ball to Garrett Wilson. Good things tend to happen. Um, there was a nice big play in there to Corey Davis as well. All of a sudden, they're kind of getting stuff going, and then bad bad play (laughs) the problem you know he's got to have a clean game in addition to just to being able to make the offense function and this was the difference you know the the difference between him and Zach Wilson was he makes the easy stuff look easy he takes the gimmies that are there in the offense he's able to raise the floor of the thing but to raise the ceiling as well that's when you need to avoid catastrophic mistakes and make a couple of big
0: time plays as well we saw an injury with uh, Lamar Jackson as well, so Lamar Jackson missed uh, most of the game, knee injury. Ty- Tyler Huntley comes in. Baltimore Ravens end up escaping with a ten to nine win over the Denver Broncos. Another disappointment for Russell Wilson. The Broncos only scoring the nine points. They fall to three and nine. All eyes now are going to be on Lamar. That knee injury. The Ravens moved to eight and four. They were doing nothing offensively, but they put together a sixteen play, ninety one yard drive to score their only touchdown of the game with 31 seconds left. It was an impressive comeback win, but we'll see what happens now with Lamar because obviously that's uh, a huge deal for the Ravens. It is, but I think we've seen a few
1: times now that Tyler Huntley is a pretty good backup quarterback, and specifically for them, because stylistically he is very similar to Lamar Jackson. He's got a lot of athleticism as well. He's got the ability to make all the throws. He, he fits neatly into the same kind of offense as Lamar without them needing to completely overhaul it and go to something different entirely. And for him to be able to lead a 16-play, 90-plus-yard drive with some key first-down conversions in that against a defense as good as Denver's, like that's a real statement. I mean, if he can do that, this team is still capable of winning games even if they're missing Lamar Jackson for a
0: while. Also in the 1 o'clock hour, it looked like the Chicago Bears might finally be able to beat Aaron Rodgers. They were up 16-3, to three, but don't forget, Christian Watson has completely transformed this green bay packers offense a touchdown to get back into it through the air a rushing touchdown packers offense looks just different with christian watson so packers end up pulling away 28 19 there was a key interception there by justin fields so the packers get back on the winning track to move to five and eight sam so it was close man they were close to uh maybe losing the bears and completely losing their season
1: yeah, it was a game that really got away from Chicago. They, they should have won that game. They had it wrapped up late in the first half. Rodgers ends up, the Packers go for it on a fourth down, which was a massive play in that game. Keeps them much closer in there. And then, as you say, they, they lost track of Christian Watson a couple of times. And that that's all it takes. That guy's ability, him and Justin Fields, actually, their ability to just run through defenders and completely killed them for long speed just just completely destroy them over 30 40 yards it was crazy he just ran past the entire Chicago defense at one point and, and put up a touchdown and that was an, like those are the plays that Green Bay didn't have in the first couple
0: of weeks of course we also saw Deshaun Watson's season debut first game in a couple of years Browns win 27 to 14 but they did almost nothing offensively Watson looked rusty uh, just an ugly game all around. We'll have the full recap on that one tomorrow. We saw the Seattle Seahawks 27-23. to 23. Incredible comeback by Geno Smith and DK Metcalf with a game-winning touchdown in that one. So it did have some drama in that 4 o'clock hour where the Seahawks made that comeback. Anything else that stood out to you as far as your uh, instant reactions go here in Week 13, Sam?
1: No, I think that DK Metcalf versus Jalen Ramsey battle was a really fun one to watch. They were getting into it from very early on. It was a physical encounter, and DK ends up getting the last laugh with that touchdown despite an awful lot of
0: contact. All right, as always, we'll have the full recap on the PFF NFL podcast tomorrow morning. But for now, it's the PFF NFL Daily.